This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 174 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your host and international man of mystery, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me this week is Dr. Evil and Mini-Me rolled into one, Alex Arona. It says here that I'm calling the Austin Powers movies problematic, and that's not correct, Getty. If you watch one, it's problematic. If you watch two, he has growth. He has a character arc. He learns. He wants to be more about the mind than the body. There's a lot going on watching one to two. Never watch three. It's garbage. I can tell you've never even seen it. And, by the way, it's the greatest story ever told. I hate part three so bad. No, I, that I, that is the pinnacle of it. That's what makes it truly Beyonce legendary. Out of it, it's the Metal Gear Solid 4 of Austin Powers movies. Beyonce mm-hmm. belongs a lot of places. She does not belong in Austin Powers. Doesn't she, though? No. She belongs everywhere. She's a she's an icon. Well, anyway, next up is our very oh, own icon, Scott yes. Scott Evil, Joel Dewitt. Whatever, he's not even my real dad. Isn't I heard you got he? your ape stolen. <laughs> Isn't he? I don't know. Alex could be your dad. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. What happens between me and your mother? It's a beautiful yeah. thing. When me, when me and your mother fall in love. You can keep my mom out of this. <laughs> yeah, you keep his mother's name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the man with the golden member himself, Alec Parks. Um, isn't this a family podcast? No, we already established that we're garbage people and this is a garbage podcast. Anyway. It's a D podcast. <laughs> it's a D's. It's... Yeah, D's nuts. <laughs> oh, God, this is awful. We're off to a, a stellar start this week. Uh, and this week we're drinking. up to our, our our next and early adopters. We're going to play some kickball with the news and then round out the, the episode with some games that I'm sure that Alex hasn't played. He's thrown us under the bus here, Joel. I already got a sneak peek of the backlog. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Oh, all right. So let's uh, mosey on over to Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and flash games that I sat in a lobby for 30 minutes without anyone joining for me to play. Oh. Wait, really? Yeah, mine were, really. Mine were jam-packed. Really? Yeah. Well, then you'll have no problem talking about 7, the multiplayer game. All right, go. Seven is a first-person shooter, but the way it plays is that you have a revolver, and it rolls a dice. Everybody sits in a chair in a room and rolls a dice. When they, whatever number you get, 
is how many bullets are in your gun. But again, it's a it's a revolver, so they're randomly put in. So you'll get like you have to click, and you'll get a blank, or you'll actually get a shot. And you're trying. Everyone's trying to shoot each other to be the last man standing. So it's like multiplayer Russian roulette. Absolutely, but everybody's got a gun, and you're rolling dice to see how many bullets you get. Do you know how many bullets you get? Again, depends on the dice. But but do you get to see your own dice, or do you just see everybody else's? Oh no, you see you see your dice, you don't see their dice. So you only see your own dice, and then also just because Did we you play have the same re- game, because I saw everybody else's die. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. I was only it was above their my- head. Oh, maybe that's the case too. I saw mine. Did you not see yours? Uh, not the actual die. I just saw a little number in the lower corner that said five out of six. Oh no, there's a little six. dice in front of your screen too. Um, oh. yeah. But it also just because you get like three bullets doesn't mean they're in the first spots of the chamber. It's randomized. So you just gotta start pulling the trigger, which is a very frantic case for me. And then if I shot every, if I killed everybody in the room, I just unloaded whatever rest of the bullets I had into somebody. Nice. I did not go ham when I won. I went ham the entire way, which is, again, still funnier because it's like, ah, click, 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 click. No one's dying. And, and they just go them. limp when, when they Well, it was always funnier them. because I would pre-aim. So it did like dice are rolling and me and this guy are just staring down at each other being like, you know, we're going to kill each other first. Whoever's got it first. One of us is going down. One of us. Is, it's going to happen. We, we can't all just roll ones here. <laughs> so it's a it's a little bit of a staring contest there, too. But all you see is like you don't see your body. You just see like a, a revolver floating in air. So it's almost like a, it could be like a VR game that you can kind of like run through real quick. Ooh, that would be fun. To, to be honest, that probably would work pretty well. Yeah. You know, it'd be cool, though. In a VR game, you put the gun in your, you put your gun in your own face. Like, oh, God. Mm. I always mm. lose this game. That's <laughs> because you're playing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, this took a very dark turn. I mean, again, I'm still, I kill everybody in the room, and I'm still trying to unload more bullets, so it does always, it's a very dark game. But it was based on a lot of movies that have, like, the Mexican standoff where you're just, like, a bunch of people aiming guns at each other. Well, since you know how many everybody else has, there's some strategy involved in it. Yes, there is some strategy. And, uh, again, if there's, like, a time limit for you to shoot, for you to shoot. You never, I don't know if you can really get through your entire revolver in the time frame that it gives you to shoot. You could probably get through three, like, four or five clicks out of a six-shot revolver. So you, you know, you you can end the entire game in a round, or you can be there for a couple of rounds. I've, I I always enjoyed the ones where I ended it in a single round. You felt kind of a badass. Yeah, especially when I was the one who shot everybody. Yeah, boom, 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 like four. It's like it's just three shots in a row, and you're like, man, I had a good roll. Yep. Highly recommend. Moderately recommend. How many I'd people do you need in order to have fun with this? It's a four-person game max. And but, oh, is that two, the max? Two people is okay. Yeah, but then you're just like going back and forth shooting each other. I would feel like that would be less fun. So you want at least three. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can dig it. 
Is that, that it? You guys don't want to talk about it anymore? It's more the fact that there, it's really a finite experience. It's a browser game um, called Seven, and it's very fun. I would recommend it to people, but it's, again, a short time game. You know, you could spend, like, five to ten minutes with it and get, like, the full breadth of what you're looking at. Um, so uh, it's fun. Just that's pretty much what you do. Yeah. 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 So did you guys all play together then? No. No. Why the hell It's not? randomized people. You think Why we can synchronize our schedules? <laughs> not. Yeah. You think this is some kind of a joke? We're doing it right now. <laughs> this is your one time Roll a week dice. you get of us being in one place at one time. <laughs> really? I feel like it, it can happen multiple times in a week, but there'd be more bribery. Oh, boy. We played other games this week. I'm pretty oh, really? sure. I feel did confident. We? Who? Who did? Uh, the... The Super GGs of the Super GG Radio. Is that what we're calling ourselves now? Are they yeah. the sentient beings? Starring starring Alex Arona as the new Puff Daddy. MG number one. Nope, new Puff Daddy. You take it or you leave it. I don't love that name. <laughs> I don't, How about I don't Lil care. Puff? Ah, That's ah, what... ah. Lil, Lil, Lil Nelly, Lil P. How about Lil P, Lil Diddy, Lil Diddy? I'll no, Lil not Diddy. Lil Diddy. No. How about Lil Zaddy? Uh, that that sounds like it's too close to something else. Big Zaddy. Big Zaddy. Oh, now I'm just. Ooh, I could go for some big Zaddy right now. <laughs> yeah, I that's said what I'm big, saying. not big. I don't want to be a pasta. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's so doughy. It's like a heavy. It's like a heavy meal. You know what else is heavy? What's that? The scent of sorrow. Yeah. There we go. That's that, a, that's we somehow heavy... got to a transition there. That was a that was a heavy game. I uh Do you guys like dogs? I'm not, not, not gonna lie, this this uh there was a there was one sh- single tier. There was a single tier on this. Just one. a single tier? Yeah. Man, this me. game this game definitely I, I had me uh with the feels. So, The Scent of Sorrow, student game, uh, completed. Uh, where did we grab this guy off of? Was it Itch? I think it was yes, Itch. Yes, it was an Itch.io. Itch. Uh, go over there, pick it up. What it is, is a first-person experience where you are playing as a dog. And you are running around exploring an area and finding different story beats uh, that are memories as your owner has a narrative that he's reading through and uh, unraveling more and more of the story of what happened to Lula, the dog. Is that good enough? You guys you guys want to tell me about your depressing experiences as well? Uh, why don't we go with Joel, because uh, Joel did not talk about Seven at all. I... I mean, oh, I, you, snap, you, you, you also said, didn't Seven? You, you said all that needed to be said. You know how much <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't say he didn't play seven. I said he didn't talk about seven. Hmm. Me and Alec talked up a storm about seven. That's it's okay because we also don't talk about Bruno on this podcast. There we go. No, no, no. I'm not not gonna sing it. I'm not going do to do it. <laughs> Get us in trouble. <laughs> we don't I, talk about Bruno. I think that's as much as you can do. <laughs> I love John Leguizamo, <laughs> but you Joel. hate Bruno. Yeah. What? Joel. What? <laughs> no, Smell of sorrow. I thought I was the scent of sorrow. Thank you. Okay. Captain, I never get the na- the names the of the games right. The stinky fragrance of sadness. 
All right. So tell us more or less how you felt the controls handled. Uh, did you did you have a good time? So you good good time beast? good time is relative. Um, okay. <laughs> so you play a dog like you mentioned. Uh, it is first person, so you don't get any view of you being a pet other than your center of gravity is closer to the ground than you might expect. Mm -hmm. So that that is noticeable. Uh, You have a run button, and then you've got a sniff button. And a crouch. And a crouch. I I didn't... Is there a functional reason for the sniff button? Because I did not find one. No. Did you find any butts? (sighs) Also no. Well, that's the problem. I don't know if it was directly related to being able to locate things on the map, but it seemed like sniffing did something. Yeah, I, I know you sniffed when you got closer to those different like story beat icons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that sort of triggered the narrator, your owner's conversations about like, well, this happened, and then you remember this time that you came here with me and we did this, and... Uh, it's very very linear for the most part. Like there are spots that feel more open, but there's clearly a through line they want you to follow from beat to beat. Uh, you can miss you can miss stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I I think it's neat and it looks nice. A lot of vibrant colors uh, for this sort of wooded area they're showing. Not realistic because dogs are colorblind. So uh, you know, minus minus a point for that. But uh, not all dogs. But also on that topic, how what kind of dog did you imagine you were playing as? I saw myself as like uh, a basset hound. Okay, I went golden retriever as I was picturing this retelling in my mind. What about you, other boys? Don't my... everybody jump in at once, Alex? <laughs> no, I was. I actually did... eyes up, I guardian. <laughs> what made me sad was that I thought about my dog, and my uh, dog's like a greyhound pointer. So I was imagining it was my dog, and the dog whining and just wanting to be in it with its owner made me very sad. Truth. I don't want to go into it deeper. Yeah, we're not going to spoil the story or the outcome. Alec, mm. do you have? Uh, did you, you get a chance for this one? I did not get a chance for this one. Okay. It, it's you know it's a nice brisk experience. I think it only took about fifteen minutes to play through, really, and, and it's you get the gist of it pretty quick. So I, I think uh, as a self-contained short story, it works pretty well. It doesn't need to be more than what it is. And it's just a good storytelling device. Yeah, if you're a dog owner, it can really resonate with you. I don't know uh, about cat owners. I feel like that might be Stray. That That's probably a game that resonates with them. But Stray was good. Stray was very good. Nobody asked you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell who got a chance to play Stray this last week and who has not. And that is me. Ugh. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden I just got like a like a real wide like birth of time where I'm just like, wow, I got like four hours right now. I'm just going to like knock a bunch of shit out. So I'm feeling pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. How's that skate? Uh, what, Skater XL? Whatever like you're playing, whatever you're playing on your lap. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, I'm texting right. an associate of mine. <laughs> an associate mm. about Elden Ring. I also have. <laughs> Is it Steve? <laughs> no. Uh, I was texting no. an associate of mine. 
don't want to name people. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, fine, I don't know. Gay. If you want to give some shout-outs, you're usually shouting out people who are never going to listen to this podcast ever. So, Exactly. That's the point. That's yeah. the point. Shout-out to Michael Sarah. He's back in acting, and it's really good. I'm really glad to see him again. Wow. Uh, so shout-out to Michael Sarah, who we'll probably never interact with, and he's probably laughing at us right now from his ivory tower. All I know no, is exactly. that I saw a recent picture of him on uh, a late-night show, and he looked like he was wearing burlap sacks, which, like, good for you that <laughs> you're in a position that you can just show up in that. No um, it, it's uh, he's his character right now. He's like a farmer, like in a show. That's like how he's back. Well, and, that's uh, disappointing. Dr- well, no, but he dresses like in burlap sacks and looks kind of crappy. So, wow. I I'm just at a loss for words. Are you just gonna call Michael Sarah crappy like that? But no, I say he dresses crappy in the show. No, nah, I heard that he's crappy. Mm. But you know what wasn't crappy, Alex? What wasn't crappy? Astro Knight. Astronaut! <laughs> Boom! This actually I, was... Uh, this is also was, a short one. This but... one was for, like, Alec and Joel. I thought this uh, this one was, like, in my head. I was like, you guys should, love, like, really dig into this You know, one. they both have the same face right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is weird. Like, you guys are... You guys like Metroid. I thought this... Oh, one. I actually... I enjoyed it, but I got frustrated with it too quickly. Okay, uh, well, uh, tell us about it. So, it's a, it's a Metroidvania, black and white... Uh, you are going to explore this planet that your race, your people was originally from, but somehow this thing that lived in the core became the core. sentient. Yeah, uh, became sentient and evil, <laughs> and so you left. And nobody has. They've sent multiple people to explore it, but nobody's come back. Uh, so it starts off with you land on the planet. And you get all your shit taken away. Well, before we go any further, the game, and this is really funny to me, and you probably won't find it funny, guys, but it's like, this is best experienced with a controller. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, put down the keyboard and mouse, grab the controller, and then the opening scene, and that's when the rumble kicks in. And it's not like a pulse, it's not like a little bit of a rumble, it's like a half a minute, maybe a whole minute of just (laughs) rumble. As yeah. you crash onto the planet, and I was like, "Is what okay? <laughs> Precedent set." What I also liked was the fact that it very much like symphonied the night of you, where it gave you like your character with all of these moves. Like, here's a dash, here's a jetpack, here's all this stuff, and then like you you meet an enemy, and they just instantly remove everything. Like, you yeah. can't. We gotta take away all your tools. You're naked, basically. Yeah. I was like, man, you just symphony the night at me so hard. Yeah, starting off with nothing to attack with really kind of screwed me over. You just get better at the jumpy jump. Yeah. yeah. I'm too clicky click and twitchy twitch to get better <laughs> at the jumpy jump. So you you didn't enjoy it or that, or that was just something that frustrated you? It frustrated me because I died and the boss like five times and I had to keep getting back to him trying to not get hit the whole time that whole trek every because you only had like three time. pips of health you yeah you used the save point that was right before him right yeah, you went down right the, the well yeah. and then there was a save point there and then you just go up and 
No. I didn't realize there was one in the well. And then it was like a sign. Skip the cutscene so that you don't have to deal with all the spiders. Yeah, there's even like a there's like a little sign that like points down the well and it's like a it like a, an S. Sorry to rain on your Some parade. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, otherwise it was really good. I enjoyed it and kind of, uh, I wish listed it. It reminded me of a uh, Gato Ribato. Yes. Have you ever played that one? That's a Metroidvania, but it's also that monochrome single color Metroid. Joel? Yeah. I I, I did play it. I beat it. Um, The whole thing? I wish. Um, Functionally, it (laughs) is all there. You you know, I I think we pointed it out just fine. Uh, My issues with it are the flashing. There's a lot of flashing and strobe mm-hmm. light stuff going on in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one, I, I take, I, I'm challenged with that a little bit because I know people who are photosensitive or epileptic, and uh, I try to be mindful of that a little bit in my life. And two, although I'm not, it really messed with me a little bit. <laughs> like, it really sort of started giving me the, uh, the discomfort behind the eyes, too. So uh, it didn't surprise me that, you said, Getty, that they went all in on the vibration on the controller because I was just like, yep, it was just as intense in that way, too. So I, I, I think functionally it's a, a well-made game. It plays well. Uh, the boss was challenging but not insurmountable. Um, the The story is vague enough to where I don't think it's going to necessarily matter too much. It's just the, the window dressing to playing a Metroid game. I, I just I couldn't get over that hurdle, personally. Hmm, okay. That makes sense, though. So. Hmm. I, I guess it was mostly a, a success. I mean, I, I, I think liked it, was, it. I think it was successful it was okay. in what it does. I think it was successful in the gameplay mechanics and how you go through uh, each level and explore, uh, teaching you the mechanics, uh, just in general, the overall presentation. Uh, but obviously, it does have that... Uh, that those flashing strobe lights and stuff that could be problematic for uh, certain people who are trying to play this game. So that is a warning. And I believe they put that warning as soon as the game boots up. I didn't catch but that. But it does like remove uh, some sort of functionality of that uh, gameplay. And also if you don't uh, read the signposting. But it's also, it's very cute. Like the, the main character is like this short little rotund, almost like uh, chubby uh, space person and uh the little spiders are actually like really very cutesy and uh unassuming and and so i did they were my favorite character yeah i don't like spiders and i like those guys yeah yeah they were they were chill friendly spiders they they only bothered if you got in their way okay so uh that'll that'll be it for our astro night not a bad haul this week, but I uh, think that probably need to slowly walk away from this one. Still got the, the feels real bad. So let's take a break and and mourn. Quick, everyone draw. No. 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 Finger guns. <laughs> Thank you.
Hey news. What's your favorite sports ball to play? You like now that? You're just flirting. You like that baseball, basketball, football? Which football? Both. Both. The feats and the the one where you don't use your feats. Mutantly. Can I tell you about something? You're gonna anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know why we waited. <laughs> uh, I go to a local skate park, and next to it, it has these two poles in this concrete little court section. And uh, all weekend, it is taken over by a giant Mexican community. And they play a version of volleyball where uh, they don't hit the ball, they just toss it. But it's the same exact rules, they just don't want to fall on concrete diving for it. So they will sit there, they, they have multiple grills, three boom boxes, and it, what seems like roughly five families of parents, grandparents, and children. And they just do tournaments of this. Because I asked them, is this volleyball? And they go, nope, something we made up. And it's just volleyball, but they're just touching it instead of hitting it. And it's so how crazy. long until you get in on this? Oh, no, you have no idea. I've salsa danced with half of, that, half of that group there. They're lovely people. They're just lovely people. And, you know, it, it helps to know salsa and cumbia. All those dance lessons paid off. Yeah, but also, again, it's just crazy that this whole... They just take over this entire half of the skate park just to, like, play this weird volleyball thing. Well, that... So that was me going way off topic. That didn't go anywhere where I thought it would, so... <laughs> there you go. That's, uh... Sports ball. That's a sports ball I'd like to play. Wow. All right. Well, what do we, what do we got this week in news? It's a... <laughs> it's threw a, off Getty so bad. It's a heavy one. Uh, news stories of all sorts. We got a single-player open-world Black Panther game in the works. Who's making that, Woo! Alex? Uh, I didn't put that in there, but that's, uh, that definitely is like the news uh, from Jeff Grubb here. Uh, it is being done by EA. EA has kind of found some success with uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And the thought process is that they could take that kind of formula and move it towards uh, lots of other types of games. So uh, their thought process right now is that the Black Panther game would be kind of like a, a hot version of that Jedi Fallen Order. Which has a sequel coming out next year at some point. Yes. Yes. So they do. They have a multi-game. They're a multi-game studio. So. What? Since when? Just kidding. Uh, next piece of news. Uh, the, the Zuck, the Zuck headset 2.0. <sighs> The Zuck Quest. There we go. MetaQuest. Yep. Is raising their price by a hundred American dollars. You know, isn't technology supposed to get cheaper? No, the future is in the internet. So this really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you had that one in the chamber? Uh, about ten seconds now. <laughs> <laughs> you you really held on to it though. Good work. Thanks, thanks. Um, I, from my understanding, a lot of times they you know they kind of say that this is to bo- to bolster more VR and just to kind of invest in the future of the technology. But I, I, in all reality, I think it's just that they uh, the numbers are still going up on the on the MetaQuest. Their stock the numbers price are still going. There's the Metaverse. And just right VR in general, now. the Vive is still getting purchased, even despite its high price point. Everybody's and considering Facebook. also that the 
the what meta are you quest whispering? <laughs> uh, Joel, <laughs> meta stock price has been falling for like the past year, and and component wise, all the stuff's becoming scarce, and so manufacturing costs come up for something like that, which is probably a little more niche than something like a switch. So I'm sure there is a functional explanation for it, and I'm imagine this thing was being sold as a loss leader already. It's just yes. It's stupid. <laughs> it, it, it is functionally the same equipment being sold at a higher price. Uh, and it is counterintuitive to the idea of expanding the, the VR space if you're going to date keep people from buying it by increasing the price. But yeah. <sighs> and I know you said like there's going to be like the, the parts are becoming scarce, but I'm like I didn't see quests at all through most of the pandemic and I am seeing them in stores right now. Like, all over the place. Right. Yeah, me too. So that's where I kind of get that, like, this feels like a cash grab. And I feel like, again, they're still selling quite a bit. So I I think, you know, you have to start, you know, know, how can you make a little bit more money off of this if it's still selling? Um, They're also throwing in Beat Saber with it for a limited time. So it's not like, you know. Oh, Beat Saber. Which is like one of the That's worth at least $200. Yeah, you You'd be a sucker better. not to invest in meta. Come on, guys. Let's all go buy our own meta headsets so we can play with Joel. Did you say sucker or zucker? <laughs> Zucks to be you. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh. I have nothing, no follow-up to such an <laughs> such a inflammatory statement. It was fantastic. I have nothing else to say. Such a... All right, that, given that, like, okay, Beat Saber is a, a pretty fun game, but Come on. (laughs) Come on. An extra hundred dollars. Yeah, this is I'm I'm thinking about just asking my brother if I could borrow his. He bought (laughs) he bought one and then I've seen it on his shelf just gathering dust. So that's kinda how I feel like most VR is gonna end up. Borrowing without the intention of returning. Well, uh, more I will borrow it until he asks for it back, which may get me roughly two years of it. It's just that's where how I feel like that this VR is going to end up in my house at least. So I don't necessarily want to invest. I was close though. What about that PSVR? You still looking at that? I'm not looking at VR in general, uh, specifically the because I have that Steam Deck coming, and it's hard to justify the price of the Steam Deck and then VR on top. Oh of that. yeah, you though got have, it. You ordered it. Oh, it's, I've been waiting. No, no, I'm waiting for my email. Oh, so you're still waiting yeah. to get it. But I mean, like, that's, again, it. like that's me. And pay $200 now, $500 next week. It's like, that's a lot of money. Oh, where is mine? Oh, hey, Steam Deck. Oh. <laughs> Don't do this to me, Gabby. Hey, oh, yeah. Just let me touch it. No, you, you can't. Had a, you, you were gone for a full weekend. Oh, you didn't Steam touch it Deck, you're just... my best friend. I kind of wanted to ask your sister. You want to so you you play games it. in front of Alex? Yeah, okay. I <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Feel the girth. This, uh, this yeah. next news headline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that. My hands. What? Uh, this next news oh, headline reel really hurt me. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake delayed indefinitely as they lost yeah. uh, one of their leads on the project i believe it was the hold on there's a, a link to an article here abruptly uh, one fired of the things that they had one of the things directors. that they had said was that um uh the the company that was remaking it had had kind of said that it was looking like uh release date of 2023 uh when 
uh, development was saying they were having a whole lot of problems and that realistically it was looking 2025. Mm. Ooh. So. Well, it's a big, big task that they were undergoing. And you know, if you're going to do it, best do it right, even though it might piss people off and just take the extra time. Don't need another cyberpunk on our hands. And I think that's why, like, the 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 develop the person who was head of developing it left is because they were having uh, a lot of tough times organizing getting everything set up and then even just in general the the publisher pushing a date that was much sooner than what it was um from my understanding right now the reason why it's on hold indefinitely is because they want to figure out what went wrong and where are they at so they can start yeah. reorgan- reorganizing an effort but if it look if it looks to be like they were at one percent this far it may just be scrapped entirely Mm. that'd be tough but if they're not too far along then man you can't be too mad right ah this this next news headline can't be right gta 6 that's that's gonna happen it's really a thing it is a thing they they stopped um they were gonna do a red Dead redemption remake and after the the mess that was the GTA trilogy, they said that they're focusing all efforts just on GTA 6. But they're actually going to make a GTA 6. They're not just going to reskin and retool GTA 5 for the next next generation of gaming consoles? Well, I mean, both can be true. All right. So I but, look um, forward to playing GTA 5 on my Xbox. What's the next evolution of Xbox series xbox well, yz no no it's YZ. an xbox 2 xyz box um the re- the other thing about the gta 6 is that they are there is said to be a bonnie and clyde story where you will get a uh, female and male protagonist and also they are said to be more culturally sensitive that doesn't seem right does that mean you can still buy hookers though probably <laughs> but you they will be uh a multiracial Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this Cult is like a big step for Rockstar is what you're saying, even though it's yes. like normal life for yes. everybody else. Okay. Bare minimum. Bare, Bare minimum. minimum. <laughs> maximum effort. <laughs> Minimal, <laughs> maximum Rockstar effort. Fantastic. Just as much cocaine, though. Oh, yeah. And I mean S- the developers. Swimming in it. The Funkhausers. Oh, this is this has got to be a sad one for the Dewitt household. Rest in peace to the Ro- Roblox oof sound. It's a big oof. Oof, oof. So, so apparently they needed to remove it because it actually is not uh, some free thing to use. It was in some <laughs> game called End of Messiah. Uh, and you should you should see this YouTube video. It is it is silly old school CG, <laughs> like some cherub sort of falling and tumbling and saying that oof sound. And uh, if you got the oof sound from Roblox, you cannot untangle <laughs> your experience from that with uh, that video, because all you see is the the Roblox blocky character falling into pieces and saying oof. But uh, yeah. Rip to a real one. <laughs> when did real one get to be a phrase? I don't know, but I'm appropriating it, it for now. 
I hear it a lot now. Also, do you ever hear the story about the sonic ring sound and how it gets used at 7-Elevens and gas stations? I, I've experienced it. I, w- I was very confused. The, the person who had made that sound uh, didn't really license it, so it actually got resold. Okay. To 7-Eleven? I like it. Uh, 7-Eleven and, and actually, and, and it's actually the POS system, so other gas stations will have it as well. Okay. Yeah, I heard it as sheets, so I was a little, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So, that's kind of a funny story that most people are like, wait, what? That, that, they didn't license that? No? Okay. Hmm. Missed opportunity right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex News. Apex <clears throat> Legends has anime skins. This is less news because it's been out for already like a, two weeks. But it just, it, I went in there playing Apex Legends with a friend from Gaming Fix, Andre, uh, the wet gamer. And uh, he t- had informed me about the new, uh, the new Gaiden event, Gaiden. And uh, yeah, I uh, was very shocked and excited. I uh, spent roughly $20. As you do. On a den of guys? Uh, no, not that. Oh, I mean, I wish. You pay, way, you pay premium price for that. You need that premium coin. Um, so you get characters that will be dressed in outfits that are reminiscent to Naruto, uh, My Hero Academia, which is the one I bought, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, One Piece, Sailor Moon, uh, Tokyo Ghoul, Dragon Ball Z, and Full Metal Alchemist. You also get like uh, scenes of them on the in the environments that those characters are in, them doing poses of those characters. It's bootleg as hell. Can you mix and match? Because I really want Shinji to be a magical girl. Yeah, uh, you can't mix and match. It's just like a full. Uh. Co- it's a full skin, like a full costume. Again, very cool, but also it's it's just like it's so n- not those characters it's like just enough to not be like suable oh man this is a minimum effort yeah but i again i bought that di- that uh deku skin so when you say roughly twenty dollars does that mean it was more or less than twenty dollars it was twenty dollars but that's like if you buy the skin outright you know there's a battle pass that you can start unlocking other a battle things. pass mm-hmm. explain to me what a battle pass is so it's got levels, get <laughs> Nope. You, okay. Good. 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 Okay. No. Don't actually. Speaking need of to anime, explain. Uh, yes. You got a Yakuza character coming to Rainbow Six Siege. Goro that is also is just some knifey knife guy. Some real wild, stupid stuff. Goro Mishima. Mi- uh, Majima. Majima. Um, he is a. Uh, club owner of the Grand Cabaret Club, and he's he's got three fighting styles. He has a uh, he has a baseball bat uh, slugger style. He's got a breakdancing style, and then he's just got a brawler style. But he is coming as a skin uh, for a, a a hero in um, for a hero in Rainbow Six Siege, and that's just a real weird thing to occur. It's like why is that there? I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Yakuza is is, is everywhere. They are everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. It's a good series. Almost like our freebies. freebies. Yeah, freebies. Ooh. Do the freebie sound right now. 
Freebies. 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 You really don't need to do that. (laughs) I I keep doing it every time. It really doesn't. But it was really (laughs) funny listening to the episode last week and and being like, yeah, yeah. So uh, what do we got here? Over on the Epic Game Store, we got some Shop Titans. There you go. That is a clicker uh, about buying and selling items and killing monsters. Yeah. Uh, I bet I can figure out what this next one is. Lawn Mowing Simulator, also on the Epic Games Store. I would assume yep. you mow lawns. Yes, sir. On the moon? No. Oh. When they maybe. say simulator, they're not joking. They are very picky about what constitutes a uh, completed job. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like somebody's been playing it already. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next two we talked about last week, but let's bring it up again. We did. Yeah, because they're still free. I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. You got Deluge. Th- what, the, what the hell is this? Read it. Theronity of Crashing Waves. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, that is a visual novel uh, about uh, there was a mysterious evacuation event. And you had to delve into the secrets of the unsettling place and... Uh, uh, all the tragic fates of the, the local girls. Interactive visual novel with psychological and Lovecraftian undertones. Video Horror Society, also on Steam. Video Horror Society is an early access. It is a 4v1 asymmetric action tribute to the 1980s horror uh, where small town teens face off against terrifying monsters like uh, werewolves and vampires. Uh, brought to life from a video store, the kiss, the VHS tapes. So the levels take place in a VHS store. We're good. Yeah. Yep. You sure? Mm-hmm. You don't have anything yeah. else you want to give out? No free games to listeners this week, whoever writes us in. Oh, that'll always be the case. That's like an ongoing thing. We'll oh, forever yeah. Give you can free codes. You can get your own freebies just... Email us at mail at superggradio.com. Yeah. Get those freebies. Hell yeah. Got a long list of them. Well, I will concede it is fun getting wasted in the Wrigley bleachers until you hit our age. And then it's just another afternoon in the hot sun. Or it's me, more opportunities to eat a whole lot of hot dogs. That's a a baseball reference for anybody who (laughs) doesn't... Watch the sports ball. I ate a lot of hot dogs. Joel, you ever uh, you ever been in those bleachers? No. Oh, you should. Oh man, it'll piss you off. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> this is an experience I want. <laughs> Back yeah, hurt. it's an experience you have to have. Drunk people everywhere. Mm. Ah, they've gotten soberer over there. Yeah, <laughs> we've gotten soberer. <laughs> Go to the Sox game. Then you'll get some drunk people. Yeah, they're there too. They're everywhere. Whenever wherever there's sports ball to be had, people are drinking. All right, let's take a break and come back with the the backlog. back 
back with the backlog blog where we play games that are hella fun. All right, let me sit up for this one. Oh, sorry, that Steam Deck. It's just once you pop, you just can't stop. Oh, I hated that. What? The Pringles reference? Man, I hated. It. I hated all of that. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, don't as you should. Makes me happy. You know what else makes me happy? What's that? Mini motorways. This is a yeah. surprising one. This is one that Alex snuck onto the Trello board, and he was like, "Hey guys, we got some reviews." And I looked at the Trello board as I I tend to do, and Joel's got about fifteen reviews that are still pending. And I'm not yep. griefing him. Definitely not griefing I, him. I am. But then I looked over and I was like, "Mini motorways." I wonder what this is about. And it, it's just that. It's a mini like road building simulator and uh, top down you're looking at a map and uh, it the locales in the game are different cities around the world so it starts out very simple very calm and soothing uh, between the sound that it makes when you click on different stuff and the way that the cars drive back and forth you just build a road from the house to like this little factory or wh whatever you want to imagine it to be mm -hmm. And then uh, as you progress, days go by, and then more and more of these buildings show up that you have to connect your houses to. And uh, as you can imagine, like as you build more roads, they're going to intersect, they're going to get in the way. So the game starts to introduce different elements like roundabouts, stoplights, and eventually the idea of the motorway, which is like an expressway. And when you okay. can connect two much further points on the map together with that alec do you get to like do clovers and diverging diamond patterns and things on the motorways if you so uh, each one of the it's it's a grid based map so uh, mm -hmm. as long as you can in essence you could i didn't do it too much i more relied on roundabouts because you could just drop them right in the middle and that usually helps offset some of the congestion with the traffic. But if you were really good about it, yeah, you could do uh, like the crazy little clovers that would help to nice. connect paths and and split up areas. But usually what happens is that uh, you're racking up a score. Every time one of the cars gets to the factory or the, the point of interest and... Uh, Every time you go back and forth, it's a point. And by the end, it's really hectic because everything's moving so fast. And I could usually get it up to, depending on the, the stage, four, five hundred trips back and forth before something goes terribly wrong. And then the game's like, up. Oh, too much congestion, too much uh, traffic. You lose. So, oh, so you lose when, it's hit, when it hits rush hour? Uh, yeah like the so the buildings that pop up it'll have like a timer and you have to get your houses connected and the cars have to drive there and like pick up somebody or drop off somebody in that time frame so if it reaches like like 12 or 13 something like that ticks on that place without a car getting there then you'll lose and that's happening with all of these big buildings that pop up. So connect your houses to the buildings and you'll survive. But then, you know, some of them are all the way across the map. It gets pretty crazy towards the end. 
Uh, this was one of those like uh, shadow drops when uh, the last Switch uh, Indie Direct happened. But this one's now, fun. Now, uh, I, I do have two questions. Uh, have any of you driven the full four-leaf clover? Yeah. Yes. I don't. I accidentally that. got off one time and had to completely go back around to get with the way I was going. No, I, I think that that's only screaming. three then for me. I don't think all four because wouldn't. Are you sure three you get all four? You... I think so. Four, you start back where you were originally. Yeah. Go the other way. Yeah, or... exactly. <laughs> but again, that yeah. mine was like I was driving somewhere. I looked at Google Maps and it had one, and I was like, "Well, I got a minute and a half. Let's go." Oh, well. And then I just screamed the entire way. Ah! The entire time. This one. Also, Getty, can you make jug handles in this game? You want to what now? Jug handles? <laughs> jug, hand, jug handle they have like in Jersey. And the idea is that it, because it's like a highway, you can't really go left out of it. So they give you like another little loop, like the handle of a jug to like go left. If you if you really so choose to most so the cars are only going to go back to where they came from. So if you have and it's all color coded too. I guess that was kind of important, but if you have a red house and a red building, then your cars are only going to drive from that red house to the red building. So if you have like three houses that are all in a row, so on top of each other, if you're looking at it um, like vertically, then mm-hmm. you could just make like three swoops and connect all three into one road that goes to that location. So if you okay. if you wanted to, you could make anything. It doesn't have to make sense. It's nothing that's set in stone. You construct the roads. You're building it, but you're using. Did you ever look at your road and being like, I don't know how this happened? Uh, sometimes you can go back and erase. And then rebuild it, but most of the time I was like, "Well, I'll just add something else somewhere around here, and it'll make it look less stupid." Okay. But like Fair the enough. first first five minutes of any map is nice. It's relaxing. It's pretty slow and and easy going. And then once you hit like the threshold of having six or seven of these buildings that you have to coordinate cars to, that's when it starts to get a little bit more crazy. And then it just like from there, the difficulty just skyrockets. It's a test of endurance for sure. And there's daily challenges. I think there's even weekly challenges that you can try out. But that's not really for me. I, I prefer the nice, easygoing first couple of minutes of any stage. Like, oh yeah, that's why I was playing this game. Cool. Definitely not for review. That's not going to happen. I'm just blinking at you awkwardly. Yeah, I know. I, I will I will try and make an effort uh, in the coming week or so to get a review pumped out for this. Uh, I don't want to talk should be excited. too much more about it, because if you want like a comprehensive explanation of the game and, and how it all works and my praises and critiques, then check out the review. Are you going to check out the precursor to this game? There was a This is like a, a sequel. Not a sequel like directly, but... Um, there's a game called Mini Mini Metro. I don't think that I need to, but I mean, 
Okay. Maybe. This is yeah, mini met mini metro is um is like it's it's very similar but it's uh trains. Okay. This is a good speed though. Okay. I I I've been actually like debating picking this one up so. It's worth it for the right price. It's it's nice. It's something that you can put a couple of minutes into and not have to worry about it and then come back to it. And then again, the pacing depending on where you are in a stage it can either feel really good or really awful to watch. <laughs> Traffic uh, is a and, killer, uh, man. Ten ten dollars. Yeah. Ten dollars. Both of them. Mini Metro and Mini Motorways. Ten dollars on Steam. Definitely, definitely worth it. But we also got this other game that that has been a family experience for Joel, I believe. <laughs> He's been flipping houses for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, you know, doing something in video game form that I cannot do in real life. Except this is actually a practical skill that some people have instead of slaying dragons or something like that. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, let me tell you about how all of those hours of slaying dragons in video games have helped me in Dungeons and Dragons. Don't. No. No, practical. Nobody, yeah, that's that is practical. <laughs> Practically useless. All right. How do uh, you flip houses in House Flipper? All right. So House Flipper is a chore simulator, I guess you put it. <laughs> uh, basically, you, you start off as a handyman type person in this shack, and you're doing jobs. The jobs consist of going to people's homes, you know, cleaning up after them. Uh, painting, tearing down and building up new walls, installing fixtures. You're basically taking any sort of odd job, ranging from like going to a hoarder house and clearing out a bunch of junk and uh, repainting stuff to you know, tearing down a wall and expanding a living room. Or there was even one where you were in sort of a, uh, a snow ski sort of lodge and your job Snowmageddon. and your yes and, and your job was to uh you know escape the one to go um no what <laughs> uh you, you had to uh dress it up for christmas like decorate the whole house for christmas and stuff like that um oh uh, okay yeah yeah okay clark <laughs> well, more or less you didn't you had to shovel snow which like that was one of the most unpleasant things <laughs> you had to do in this entire game because most of the stuff you feel like you're being productive so like you'll you'll be in this shack and you're actually like painting walls and making things actually look more aesthetically pleasing uh or you know plugging in appliances or things and then that is just like eliminating mess which is a lot less fun uh so Functionally, at its core, it, it's that sort of really like chill. I'm gonna be doing these mundane tasks while listening to a podcast or listening to an audio book or something. And as you get these different, say, missions done, you of course get paid for the jobs. And where the real fun begins is when you can start buying houses, because. Uh, You've got your queue of missions, and then you get paid for them, and then you've got a whole listing of different houses. It usually starts from, like, dilapidated shacks, or one was a, uh, a burned-down house or a flood house. And 
you just go to this house and you use the skills you learn from the missions to start building up these houses in order to flip. And from that side of things, what happens is when you buy the house, there will be a list of potential buyers in the menu. And it'll be like, oh, a four-person family or uh, a stand-in for Donald Trump for some reason or, uh, you know, like sort of a very chic woman or a snobbish guy or something. And they'll each have their own different requirements of what they want out of a house in order to get, like, peak price out of them. And your job there is to try to, like, pick one of the families and try to lean in on your construction and plan in order to tailor that person to get the highest bid. Because once you offer the house on sale, they'll show a sort of simulated bidding war, you'll get your highest bidder for it, and then you can either accept the offer, refuse the offer, or try to negotiate a price. Uh, so that that's really sort of the general loop that it's about. Uh, I have found so far that it has done a great job of creating that mentality of how you handle the different tasks of building up a house really well um the actual nice thing about it too is that you actually get skill points and leveling up to where like painting one wall you can upgrade it to painting three or four tiles a wall at a time or using less paint uh same thing for cleaning up you can and get stills like seeing all the dirt spots on the map so you can know exactly where to look because when you start they don't tell you <laughs> where everything is you have to actually like inspect the walls to try to find the the dirt spots and things like that um and, and the actual house renovation stuff is kind of neat because depending on how you approach it you can really really tailor things however you want within that confined space so like the last house i got it was such a mess that i just like tore down every wall in the actual building and just start it from scratch. And so it, it becomes this like bid play set that you can try to figure out how you wanna, you know, tailor it to their needs, or you can go the other route where you're just like playing designer of your own likes and, and trying to see what you can make that you would like. But So you can level up your painting. What are the other skills that you can level up, like drywalling? Uh plastering. Yeah, uh, cleaning. Do you They're, do the electric the electricity in the house too? Uh, you don't wire electricity, but you do install fixtures that allow you to install, say, a toilet or a a sink or a shower, um, air conditioning or radiators. All right. How many of the DLCs did you purchase for this? Zero. I didn't. Are there DLCs? Oh my god. There's so. There's many. a garden. There's, there's so a home many. and garden one. Okay. Hold on. There's a home and garden one at least. <laughs> there's um. There's pets. There's home and garden. There's an HGTV. Wow. <laughs> now Getty, you you made a joke earlier about how like this is just you guys. Um, I was talking to Joel recently and I was like, Hey Joel, do you want to like, you know, hang out? And he's like, yeah, okay, we're hanging out. And then I was like, you caught me actually like in the middle of some housework and he's, what are you doing? I'm like painting. He's like, are you repainting the house? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm kind of like, like seven hours into this game. <laughs> it, where, it's where, good, where do you play this? Are you guys playing it over on the Microsoft? Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's on, on Game, game Pass. Pass right now. It, it actually just recently went 1.0 out of early access. Uh-huh. You know what else went at 1.0? Uh, 
What's that? Power washing simulator. Don't think that's yes, not that's on my list. <laughs> yeah, I I still go back to it, and I'm like, I'm just gonna power wash a little bit. Yep. The, the, the it's funnier house flipper. It does something in a way that I don't understand, but like it's it's kind of like when I got into Minecraft for like a week, where it's like being high. <laughs> I just will like blink, and I'm playing like this. I'm like slouched in my chair, like kind of half awake, and I blink, and then I'm just like in a haze. I'm like, what? What happened? It's it's been like it's been like an hour and a half, and I don't. I finished like four missions, but I don't remember doing them. Uh huh. And I hundred percented them all, and I don't know how that happened. I just like a little space, and I'm like, whoa! I just like it's like I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a quick, I'm gonna do a quick house real quick. And then an hour and a half later, I'm like, what the hell just happened? It's like it's like meth. <laughs> and that's where I I that's where I'm like really like really deep into this game, just because I just like I'm just you know I'm just gonna do a little casual, just like a little casual house real quick, and then nope. I don't get away without doing like seven, huh. and I don't I don't remember doing them. So it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun, guys. I would recommend this game. All right. Uh, I also like that you know they do give you like a lot of free reign, but I have tried to sell stuff that I wasn't supposed to, like furniture, and it says this is not a thief simulator. <laughs> what? Well, what? It's making fun of you. What kind of person do you yeah. think I am? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I do. I definitely like the it, it's a checklist and you're just knocking stuff off a checklist and that just feels good i was i, I was told you know the classic response uh, i was talking to my brother and the classic response was i do this in real life and i'm like yeah but yours sucks and this is awesome <laughs> that's the difference phil this is awesome because i don't have to like sweat and think everything sucks i don't have to move furniture when i paint i literally point and click yeah. and it's done <laughs> Good so suck lord. It. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I guess that sounds pretty good. And I'm like, yes, it does. It, it's that satisfying, like, <laughs> justify my, like, seven hours. It, it is a checking a box off the list simulator at the end of the day. Like, it, it is that churn of completing tasks which makes you feel accomplished and then makes you want to complete more small tasks. It's, it's not too different from like the animal crossings in that way it's just this is a little more structured to start with where they give you specific tasks and things to level up before they really let you go free reign all right well i would say that game looks hella fun definitely does Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. All right, I guess Alex has some bonus segment that's called the half-year check-in. Yeah. You can feel free to make fun of him because it is definitely the end of July. So I don't know what calendars he's looking at. This is a farce. I mean, it'll basically be August when this goes live. This is a farce. That's farce. Well, you know, I gave you guys the opportunity to, like, check in and, like, look into the list of all the things of games that are coming out. And you talk to me about what you think so far. All right. Anyway, who does he uh, think he is the host of this podcast? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely just sprung this on you. You're the host. Um, the half year check in I wanted to talk about is I wanted to um, just see where you guys are at as far as like how the games have been this year. What are your current top threes that obviously aren't a little bit like you know just you know El- not Elden Ring game of the year Elden Ring 2022, but like what is what have you guys felt like your top three happy that you've played? 
feel like um, we did this, this year live. What was that? I feel like we did this live. We might have, yes. But I'm <laughs> do but, it again. Uh, I have to put that up in YouTube. Thanks do it mind. again. <laughs> but more like, what do you guys think of the top three? And also, what are you looking forward to c- upcoming this year? Is there anything to look forward to for you guys? Uh, since you're the host, Getty. Death. <laughs> sweet release come on man you if you're gonna do something like this you got to give us a little bit more time to check it out like look at it i know i I know what i have pre-ordered that's coming out this year okay what do you have pre-ordered dark i got new pokemon i got saints row and then i think that midnight suns but is midnight suns coming out this year we'll see now that i know that god of war is coming out yeah, I'm I'm very interested in that. Are there like 900 other games on this list that you linked? Yes. Should I go through all of them? God damn it. No. No. <laughs> Midnight Suns is looking like October. That's all you needed. No. That's all you need. But what, what are your top three for the year so far? World of Warcraft Dragonflight. Is that the new expansion? <laughs> is there a new expansion? The Expanse, a telltale story. I want to play that. New Last of Us. Look at all these games. Who has time for all this? I don't want to. I'm play just a lot scrolling of up into like the Devil in Me. Oh God. There's a list. Oh my I, God. Oh, the, the okay. oh, don't the click only... on it. Don't click on it. <laughs> Star Ocean Divine Force. I'm curious because that's October. The new Star Ocean. I'm very curious about. I want to see reviews, and. I'm trying to think there was another one here that like looked kind of good but uh blossom tales 2 which is interesting because i want to play blossom tales 1 it looked pretty good from what i've seen so far i own it man i don't even know what i've played this year in order to answer your other questions uh, i liked stray stray was i think stray was a is a top contender for me for the year i i really enjoyed the the time i had with it uh also, uh, let's see here. You know, not that it didn't come out this year, but I really enjoyed playing Turnip Boy. That was fun. He didn't like it. Yeah. He's just saying that. Kenna Bridge of Spirits was also a good one um, for this year. Because that, no, that came out last year. Yep. Crap. That won Best Indie at the whatever BS award show, the Video Game Awards. The Teelys. Ali Ali World, I think, was an excellent. Isn't that the one that you got paid to give a positive review to? <laughs> Getty, how dare you? How dare you? Didn't the internet blow up? Aren't you internet famous now? <laughs> they did. They all yelled at me. They said, oh, my God, you're getting paid for that one. I was like, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty good game, if you ask me. Um, and as far as, like, there's a game that I'm st- – like, if there's any games that you still need to, like, get to, I really should probably play Kirby. I got the new Kirby and I barely touched it. I played that first level. You said Herbie, right? Fully loaded? Kirby. Kirby. Mouthful mode. Kirby fully loaded. Fully mouthed up. Yep. Double mouthed up. Oh, Soul Hackers 2, man. Soul Hackers 2, I feel like I'm on board for. Soul Hackers. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's like the Shimagami game. Joel, what do you think? About what? 
Good uh, answer. Top games and what you're looking forward to. Oh, uh, top games. I mean, uh, you know, some of these are going to be repeats, but Windjammers 2 is definitely up there. I think it was just the right kind of competitiveness and, and interesting game, like Frisbee attack stuff that really stuck with me. And, and the whole style was I pretty sick. Um, Fallow, I would say, actually is up there for me. It, it's it's oh, okay. a short, brief experience, but it hits a mood in a way that's very successful. And uh, the puzzles were challenging but not insurmountable and so it, it that coupled with like that sort of game boyish look and that disturbing world uh it was just sort of a nice uh well nice is a wrong word uh neat experience to have um i think i think in that vein i'd go norco yeah norco's a norco was quality too I, I i think i liked that one probably just as much to be honest uh tmnt shredder's revenge is a no-brainer it, it it hit all the right spots for me being a, a brawler beat em up being an homage to the old TMNT arcade games. And you know, it, it's, I'm not sure if it's going to hit like the best of, but near replicant, I enjoy my time with actually quite a bit. It definitely doesn't hit the highs that near automata did for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think you can definitely see the, the Yoko Taro ness of it all there in the storytelling and, and gameplay so uh it, is there anything that you missed that you want to go back to for this year uh elden ring <laughs> if i have the time to devote to it i, I actually you gotta say the whole thing you can't just say come on game of the year 2022 elden ring thank you yeah there yeah you i what about yeah. um what about uh tunic i haven't touched that yet uh light no, more about is that something that you want to I, touch? I like, forgot about year. it till you mentioned it. To be honest, I uh, don't. Don't be bad to. I'm actually with you on the Kirby. Would you like to touch I, it? Uh, I only touched the first world of that game, and I really liked what I played. But my my kids ran away with it, and I haven't seen. So you it only since. got to first base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty pretty sad outing. All you around. would like to continue to touch? I I saw that also. You did not. You also did not finish Kirby. Correct. Right, my my kids stole the copy, and I haven't seen it. Since, what? It's so. on here. It says it's on the beat list. No, it's not. Kirby's Epic Yarn. No, it's not. You got Kirby Epic yeah. Yarn. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's what we're talking about. Kirby's that, Epic Yarn. That's the dote no, Kirby game, about, right there. See, yeah, talking about Kirby's Epic Mouth. Uh, mm. Anyway, uh, Dark Pictures later this year. That's probably my yep. that and uh, Cowabunga Collection are probably my two. Cowabunga. Hell yeah. Getty, are you going to look into Soul Hackers or no? You've Shin Megami Tensei'd out. I've Shin Megami'd more this year than you have. I know you have. Maybe if you finish SMT5, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to finish Ooh. SMT5. I don't. That series has never drawn me. That one has never gotten to me. But you're probably going to replay Persona 5 Royal in, uh, in uh, what, August or October? Isn't it next year? No. It's this year. It's this year. For real? Yeah, Royal's yeah. coming to PC this year. Don't believe him. He's filled with lies. See. Alec, quick. Do you have anything that you want to contribute to this conversation? 
as a non-PlayStation owner, I, uh, I'm excited for Spider-Man. That's yeah. a good one. Ooh, yeah. there we go. You're you're going both of them, right? Well, so Miles hasn't doesn't have a release date yet, but Spider-Man Remastered does. God, it's going to be weird. You're only going to know the weird uh, new Spider-Man that they put in after they decided to go back and scrub <laughs> our Spider-Man out of it. Oh, really? They wanted yeah, to make him look. They more. wanted to make him look more like was it Tom Holland? Yeah. So they got rid of uh, they. Their answer uh-huh. wasn't that. They're saying uh-huh, they, they, uh-huh, uh-huh. they wanted it to look more like the voice actor proper. Yeah. And I Man. am the space pope, so <laughs> figure that one out. <laughs> I really wish that they would do like a Miles B. Parker, you know, washed up, dried out, done, been Spider Man for a little too long. Negative. Who's to say that that isn't who he becomes? Dun, dun, dun. Right. Alec, are you looking at Persona 5 Royal? No. God, no. Yeah, I didn't think you would because that one is really slow. Uh, Getty, it's October. Is it on the storefront? Not yet. They're, uh, but the, the collections, they come up piecemeal, and they said Persona 5's first in October. The other two are next year. Click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. I think it's bonkers that that's you're like I'm gonna go back and play it again. And I'm like, oh, I can't even imagine that. Really? It's a long game. So, yeah. Too bad that that's not doesn't have a morality system. But you know it does. Our one last thing. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> that was a terrible transition. I should be fired. No, I liked that was it. ten out of ten. I like it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. That was good. There is no morality on this podcast. I'm trying to speed this up because I'm pretty sure I'm going to walk downstairs and get punched in the face. So let's Wheel do this. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. <laughs> Animaniacs? Yep. Yeah, okay. There you go. One last thing brought to you by... Uh, if you couldn't tell, I wrote this episode up in like 10 minutes because I was even working when we started this episode. So my one last thing. I got... Uh, this terrible, terrible, I had to go to San Antonio all last weekend and Stray came out and I didn't get to play Stray. So I'm going to play Stray this weekend and nobody look for me. Bye. Logs off of discord. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to show up at your house. You could try. We'll knock pink cans off the shelves. I, that's what I want to do. I want a dedicated meow button. All right. There is. It's awesome. Alex, what do you have? Uh, I don't have a whole lot. I found a, I found that I have a whole like I have a bunch of uh, free time lately. So I'm gonna I'm gonna flip some houses. I'm gonna fl- flip some houses. I'm, I'm gonna flip some houses. Okay, again, I'm gonna flip some houses. Flippy flop them. I'm gonna flippy flop them. I'm like I I guarantee I'm like close to the end of this game. I feel like I've been playing it way too much. I'm gonna beat it. And then I'll just be sad that it's gone. I'm so. You'll sad. have the memories. <laughs> All right. Or I also have all those DLCs. <laughs> that Home and Garden one sounds sick. Okay, I'm Joel, done. I'm to flip some houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's Let's the go, whole thing. That, Get, that's it. Go go hard on the DLC with me, Joel. Uh, let, let me get to the finish of this first before I make more commitments. <laughs> Home and Garden. 
right. HGC. Alec? I'm at Girl Scout stuff all weekend. Woo! If you get the Hulu app, you can watch Lollapalooza. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's how all I feel right now. <laughs> it says that this house flipping game is 12 hours for the main story. Or that 24 right. hours for the main story plus extras. And I know that Alex doesn't play extras or have fun with his games, so... That's not that. That's true. Yeah, that's mostly true. Uh, video game homework. Who needs more time? I do. We know it. All right. How far along? Oh my God! Don't know. <laughs> don't know. Just give us a rough estimate of where you are. I completed the intro. Okay. I was ready, and then then I completed the intro, and I was like, God, now I can't get in the mood to keep going. All right. Because. I don't know. You're this badass who can take on these giant machines of war, and yep. then somebody like, comes along and chops off your arm? I feel like what, there's a the rant hell? here that is best saved for when we <laughs> hand it in. <laughs> yep. Ooh, Dua Lipa's playing tomorrow. I'm going to watch that. I like All that. right. Uh, Joel, how much more time do you... I, I'm on Chapter 3, but I can chew this up really quick, so don't don't base it on you me. You think you can just cut through it? Oh, slap. Aha! Slash and dash. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's uh there's only um there's only eight chapters. So. There's only eight chapters, and I'll tell you that the last three are just boss fights. Hell yeah. No, I think the last one's got like a weird stealth thing, but or the one before the last one's got a weird stealth one, but yeah. Yeah, it's barely. Charlie XCX is playing Sunday. Let's uh let's hurry uh hurry along. So I'm thinking August uh, who's got a, a calendar somewhere? August. What's three weeks from now? Three weeks from now like the is twentieth or eighteenth. The eighteenth, August eighteenth. Yeah. August eighteenth. Homework is due. All right, that's fitting because that's when my kids start school. Good. Send them to school. Make sure they get learned. Also note that each chapter is roughly an hour, so you could do. Except for chapter seven. Except for chapter yeah. seven, and there's one chapter you can do in seven minutes. So those cutscenes go a while. They're long. With Sam? No, they no they aren't. Man, you. I've got to make you, America great again. Well, that's anyway, chapter. So that's chapter eight. That's chapter spoilers. eight. Don't listen to him. He's <laughs> he's completely out of it. All right. Well, I think that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio where, oh man, we got so much content. We're, there's there's so many things that I have to list now and I have to think of what they are, so let me keep talking. Me so, no, I'm going to do it. Damn it. <laughs> Wednesdays, Joel is, Joel is going to be the bad guy. Come and watch him. We got a new show. Watch him angrily go through and sassily read lines from Disco Elysian. I, I uh, uh, called somebody a whore, and it was a very normal thing to do. Okay. For you or <laughs> for the, the character? Told you. <laughs> the character, I hope. <laughs> okay, good. Thursdays is our podcasting day. Saturdays, uh, still scribble knots? Maybe still scribble knots? Yeah, we're still scribbling away. Mondays, 
Alex takes a deep dive into his backlog blog where I think he's trying to defeat the Black Mesa once and for all. I'm about halfway. Uh, I started with a game called Receiver, and I googled it, and that game is like, oh, they don't they don't tell you what to do, and it is very ill-conceived and hard to play. So that is now in the trash. Uh, if there was a way to delete something out of your library on Steam, I don't know it, but I want to do it. I thought there was, but okay. You, you do that. Uh, Tuesdays is uh, Skater XL and Chill with Alex. So yeah, that's our content schedule. If you need a copy of it, I can fax it over to you just to provide your your information, and we'll do that right away. And then if you'd like I to... told you we needed a fax number, Joel. <laughs> then if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. And please, please provide us a review on iTunes or the podcasting app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Hangs up phone. Leaves. GG, Alex. GG, Getty. <laughs> Good game, Joel. I liked your first outro better. <laughs> we can't get, like, the angry slam of the receiver down anymore. It's a thing of the past. You can hide game. You can hide game, right? Sure, you can hide. Yeah, game. you can hide it once it's uninstalled. <laughs> and good game, Alec. Good game. Good. Good night, everybody.